Hi, I'm Andy Psarianos. Hi, I'm Robin Potter. Hi, I'm Adam Gifford. This is the School of School Podcast. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the School of School podcast here with Robin and Adam, as per normal. Say hi, guys. I'm not falling for this. Hi, guys. (laughs) Hello. Hi. (laughs) You win, Adam. You said the right thing. Um, So really excited to have Jen Doucette with us from Collingwood School in West Vancouver in Canada. Um, Jen, tell us a little bit about yourself, what you do. Sure. Hi, everyone. Nice to see you. I'm uh, Director of Teaching, Learning and Innovation at Collingwood School. And I'm really fortunate every day to work alongside students and teachers to keep decisions focused on student learning and really keep student learning at the center of all we do in our academic program. It's, it's a lot of fun. A lot of challenges, but a lot of fun. Sounds like a, sounds like a big job, I have to say. Sounds like a lot of responsibility. Hey, so today we're going to talk about what do we need from teachers in the future? What does a future teacher need to look like? It's quite evident that the world is changing rapidly. You know, AI is having an impact. Robotics is having an impact on, on the world. Every, all these you know, things, are the world's changing. The world of the students, the today's students as adults is going to be a lot different than it was for us. That's pretty obvious. So what do we need teachers? How do we need teachers to adapt to this change? Easy question. Just kidding. Not an easy question, Andy, but I will do my best to sort of talk through it with all of you. I think this takes, you know, depending on your focus, you could answer this a number of different ways. But I I think a lot about relationships and relationships in education, I think, are becoming more and more important. And I think that teachers, there's not an option for teachers not to respect students for the unique individuals that they are, all the different identities they bring, all of their backgrounds. Um, how are we making sure that we are teaching our learners so they have, we say in curriculum, like you have a window and you have a mirror. So how are we reflecting back at students a little bit of who they are and how are we as teachers pushing them to look through a window to see Uh, history through a different lens, to read books that they've never read, to experience problems that are complex and something that they've never faced before. So as teachers, I think that's number one is how do we draw in all those principles of equity, diversity and inclusion that are so, so important, um, especially as students are growing up. And then the other really big piece is how do you, as an expert educator, put the work in the student's hands? So, you know, we can talk about AI, but if the students are there in front of you doing the learning, uh, they're not going to be accessing AI. So how do we plan and design lessons so students are solving real issues uh, that, they're, that they're using and drawing in really complex content and that they're, they're challenged and they they're have to perform in front of you and if the, because... And I'll just say one more thing and I'll stop it. They're teenagers, so they're going to take the easy route. So how do we help them take a more challenging route? Uh, and how do we design our lessons to make sure that that's what's happening? So Adam, Jen asked a lot of questions. What are the answers? <laughs> yeah, I'm, still, I'm still contemplating what's just been said. I think, I think, I think, and I'm doing a lot of thinking, <laughs> that that first thing that you said, Jen, that, relationships i think that that is so fundamental in a world establishing relationship norms 
in a world that's really changing, that's changed a huge amount since I was a teenager or, or in elementary, primary school or secondary, high school. And I think that's a real shift in trying to establish relationships with the, 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 the children that we teach. And I think that that has to be talked about a lot. I also think that that, in the conversations that I've had with schools that have done incredibly well post-pandemic, considering that absolutely monumental impact the pandemic had it comes as no surprise to me that the relationships in that school with the children the parent community the wider community were there strong it seemed that the learning got back on track faster and I think it's something that perhaps we look at approaches to learning and and you know like thinking if I was a brand new teacher into the classroom I think having some sort of guidance and, and realising the importance of sound relationships in, in, in what you do is massive. I remember first seeing that particularly with behaviour and you'd see some cohorts go through and there'd be a teacher who says, well, why is it they're always awful for me? You know, why is that? And you sort of think to yourself, I know exactly why. I can't say it to your face. I only just started teaching with you. But um, I know exactly why it, why it's why this person seems to have them in the palm of their hand. It's not trying to be friendly and cool and all that sort of stuff. So I, I actually think that that is is one of the biggest things because I suppose in order to feel brave to learn in a style of which you've described and, and which we've spoken about previously, you need to trust that someone's got you when it goes wrong. You know, that you're allowed to take those risks and all of those things and you must have relationships in order for that to, to be there and, and to, to be prepared to fail in problem solving and all of the things that are good start with a huge amount of failure <laughs> as a general rule. So I, th- I, think, I, I, I think it's that point. I think it's that, that point around relationships is so, so, so important. And you've nailed it too because AI can't do that. So a lot of things that AI can do can do and probably do it better, but in terms of building a relationship with students, AI doesn't do that, at least not yet. <laughs> and and hopefully never because yeah, and and that makes a huge impact on a student's learning. You know, if they're comfortable with being able to learn or be who they are with that uh, group of peers and with their teacher uh, that's that's a skill to have and like you said Adam you, you know if you've got that skill and you've got you can connect with your students that'll make such a world of difference certainly for some students I think it was Jack Ma who said recently that um, you know schools should be focusing on teaching things that machines can't do right because it's it's ultimately inevitable that machines are going to get better at doing a lot of things that traditionally have been done by people. So, um, and, and it's changing rapidly. So, you know, robotics is a great example. I mean, you know, the assembly line of the past was people lined up, um, you know, putting in the same screw into, you know, what or widget into this particular this car that rolled past them, right? That those jobs don't exist anymore. That's pretty obvious. So that's, there's a lot of jobs. There's a lot of jobs. There's a lot of things that are going to change over time. And we don't actually know what it's going to look like. Um, but we know, we know for a fact that, like, although machines can do things um, 
and we might even call them intelligent things and might even say, call it artificial intelligence. But what they don't have is a consciousness, right? They don't have um, self-awareness and they don't certainly don't have emotions like empathy and, and um, sadness and happiness. And, you know, they don't have all the social structures, right? But they can do remarkable things very quickly. We just have to adapt to that. So we know that, we know that the children are going to need to be able to adapt in their lives rapidly because things are going to change more rapidly for them than they did for us. And already our lives, you know, if you just imagine, I mean, I, I, you know, I try to explain to my kids like, Hey, I worked for decades without even having a computer, right? You know, like they can't even imagine what that's like, you know, like what does an office look like without computers? Well, you know, that was just normal when I started working. So obviously we had to adapt quite a lot. The internet had a tremendous impact on all our lives. But, you know, we did that. So they're going to have to adapt even more. How do we prepare? How, what do the schools need to do to prepare them for that? And, and, and then I guess the, the next question is, what do teachers need to do differently in order to prepare those children for, for that? Because a lot of stuff that you learn becomes kind of irrelevant pretty quickly, right? You know, I learned Microsoft DOS, right? Like, well, how useful is that, right? Or not useful in your life, right? Yeah. Like, I'm sure I, I memorized mitosis at one point, but I didn't delve into that for my career, mm. so I don't remember, you know, those those facts. Um, I think a lot of it comes down to, and it, this is really hard for teachers to do because we're still learning, but how do you offer students, so you build up their knowledge and their understandings to a point, and then how do you offer them a chance to work on something that doesn't have a defined solution. So how do you get kids to work through and, and present a solution based on what they've learned that might be viable and why it's viable and maybe why it isn't viable? Because I think what our students struggle with is like, well, what's the, what's the answer? Or they want to get a version of the right answer. And I think when you go, when students go out into the world in the future, there, there's not going to be a right answer to a lot of things anymore. And if there is, humans probably won't be doing it, to be honest. So how do we prepare those students and design learning experiences where we say, okay, you know, we, Andy knows that we do a grade nine project. And this week we did, uh, the students knew nothing about banking, their grade nine, and they had to design a new credit system that would be financially inclusive. So if you don't have a bank account or, or maybe a home or a car, you can't get a loan. So students are pretty, um, they don't know all the restrictions we know. And so they start at a different place. So you give them the inf a little bit of starting information and then you can kind of set them free to explore an area of interest for them. And these students didn't even know the word, actually, ironically, interest when we started this project. And they had to go and learn all of that themselves in the context of what they were working on. So that's a hard thing to design. But as we get better and better at it, we're hoping we have time. It's like a race against how do we how do we build students that aren't going to crumble and cry because there's no answer. Um, that to me is is hugely important as a school. Yeah, that's interesting. That's fascinating. And I guess on on the back of that, just decision making and in in the view of uncertainty, right? So uh, I know, for example, that you know uh, this is this is something that I've seen my children struggle with is the ability to to even make a simple decision just because there's just so many options now, right? You know, and it's like, I don't know, it could be as simple as choosing something on the menu might be almost paralyzing sometimes because everything looks good. And how do you deal with that? Right. Because I think that there's going to be a lot more of that 
as we move into. And decision making can even tie into, you know, making sure kids understand bias mm. and making sure that, you know, how are you going to decide this is credible or not credible? Mm. And so I think it's structuring a little bit in what we used to do in school. So here's some information. What are the tools you're going to use? And then now let's put it in something more complex. I, do you know what? I wish I wish we had so much more time for this. And, and I'm, not, I'm not saying that to wrap it up. Because my brain's just going, because I'm thinking like we're touching on some really massive, massive issues. Education used to be, we'll feed you the facts. You don't question the facts. You just you just accept them as they are. No question about morality or ethics or anything like that. Just simply, here you go. You've just talked about banking. And, you know, is it fair if someone doesn't have a, 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 an address? You know, yeah. that they're excluded from the banking system, those sorts of things and those sorts of questions. And I think that, that that then becomes the bigger issue about views that are disproportionately represented. And we have to be more sophisticated to question the validity of a very loud voice in this arena. And what does that mean morally, ethically? And this, this could, this, we could, this was like lots of episodes all in one because I think <laughs> that, but. I think putting children in a position where you can't, I imagine a lot of the children, just using your banking example, couldn't help but start to come to those sorts of questioning themselves to say, is that right? Is that okay that someone who has already, you know, affected in other areas is now being, you know, like like those morality and ethics, ethical questions start to, to... I guess, self-perpetuating questions based on the experiences they have. I'm writing this really down. Important. I'm writing this it's down, Adam. Yeah. It's a worldview. It's their worldview, yeah. right? I mean, they couldn't believe it. They had no idea. They were like, what? You know, because we think kids are too young to be introduced to things. But oftentimes when you engage them in something that they're they're really genuinely interested in, you'd be amazed at how far how much they'll learn that isn't required, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. they'll go beyond Mm -hmm. because they just cannot believe that there's something, you know, they asked me how, you know, one group came up to me and they're like, how do you pay your hydro bill? Because they were talking about what evidence can you use because you have a hydro bill? And then they were like, how do you pay a bill? You know, just things that you think, why would, why would a grade nine student know how, how that was done? So I think the, the teacher of the future needs to be able to draw in something authentic for these students because if they think that they're making an impact and they're, they're maybe, you know, that's a problem that's genuinely not solved. Um, Grameen Bank was a really interesting case study for them. But what, you know, they, they felt like they were playing a role in that. And we had people come in and, and present to them. And, and then they just, yeah, weigh the pros and cons, make tough decisions, persevere through something that doesn't have a real answer. I mean, it was high stress. Oh, there were ups and downs, believe me. But I think they all enjoyed the journey. It's interesting because we take so many things for granted, right? Like, you know, you're talking about the banking system and we just accept that that's how it works, right? You know, you need an address to get a bank account. And if you don't have a bank account, you can't pay your bills. And if you don't have a, you know, debit card or a credit card, then how can you make your way through life and all these sorts of things and those systems that, that have been built over decades, but they're kind of changed so rapidly now, right? And there's going to be so many more things like that. How do they how do they cope with that with like having these hugely complex systems that are just there that are almost going to become entities on their own, probably largely run by machines? Um, 
and they're going to have to cope with them. And, and a, a few p- privileged people in the world will control these things, right? And a, most of the population will just be subject to their rules, right? It'd be like a new kind of society that will emerge from this. You know, it's going to be the, the potential for this to go wrong is massive. I mean, it could be beneficial and could be great, but it could also go so horribly wrong where, you know, equity becomes really uh, a huge issue moving forward, more so than it is today. So I don't know. It's going to be tough. You know, I think we really need to think about what schools, what role schools play in this because, you know, it's going to be challenging. Exactly. And I think that's that's the difficulty is how do you also, you know, people are like, well, is that considered school? That doesn't sound like what I would have done in school, right? So it's just reminding again back to, to sort of parents and making sure what those kids did in that that week of learning is they probably learned more than they would have learned if I said, okay, here's what interest is. Here's how banks calculate things. Here's how you to pull something down in a spreadsheet. It's just taught in a really different way. And so I think it's reframing expectations for everyone of it's not going to look the same, but what they're going to end up with is something hopefully a little bit more memorable. Hopefully they're grappling with the same things you just said, Andy, like they were, they could not believe then they'd uncover something and then they'd be like, wait, maybe this isn't good. And then they were, you know, go back to where they were. And so just that learning journey in itself for students, because it used to be, oh, you learn a bit more, you're going on this sort of like straight arrow up. Every time you learn something more, you're getting closer to the top. Whereas this, these learning experiences that you go up and now you know something and now you're way back down the bottom because you realize everything you learned doesn't really apply to the situation anymore. Mm. And I think they're hard to design, uh, but the more schools can offer those to students, I think the more we're preparing them for what they will face one day. Yeah. And, and I think the emphasis needs to be on thinking and intellectual competence and, and social structures and you know, um, those are the things because facts and knowledge are all going to become irrelevant at some point. I mean, you know, look, the laws of physics are still going to remain the laws of physics, but, but, you know, having to remember what they are is not going to be so important because you just be at your fingertips at any given, they already are actually. Yeah. Or they're important because of your role, right? Like imagine if I had to sit on this podcast and look everything up, you would be bored out of your mind and it'd be so tedious. But when you love something and you pursue it for your education or your career, you know, someone would sit here and could talk to you about biology and anatomy all day long and they wouldn't look anything up because that's what they need to not look up. Whereas for me to go like, oh, what's that muscle called? Boom, 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 boom. Who cares? So it's just an interesting way of reframing. We don't have to know everything anymore, but we do have to know what we need to know to do well in whatever we're pursuing. So Yeah, and you need to know what you know and need to know what you don't know as well, yeah. which is a real challenge <laughs> exactly. for some people like me, right? Who think yeah. they know everything. But anyway, uh, <laughs> I think we're probably gonna wrap this one up. So I'm you know, you know, we could talk forever just on this one topic. Uh, Jen, it's so exciting to have you here. Thank you so much for being so generous with your time and, and your thoughts and everything. Oh, thank you for having me. It's just it's so enjoyable and pleasurable to talk about learning and the future and schools. So thank you very much. Thank you for joining us on the School of School podcast. 